0: Welcome to the SLP Stress Management Podcast, your place to manage stress, reduce your risk of burnout, and find more balance in your life in and out of being an SLP, or any helping professional, and really just as a human. I'm your host, Jesse Andrix, and today I'm going to be sharing with you some signs that you might be avoiding stress. So if you ever hear yourself or any other SLP or really anybody in a related field saying something like, I'm so stressed out, it probably wouldn't come as a surprise. We hear this type of thing and feel this type of thing almost all the time. As an SLP and a human, like stress is no stranger. There is plenty of it around, both in and out of your workday. And it can seem like it only grows or that there are new things to stress you out each day. And stress can show up easily and regularly, but that doesn't make it as easy or simple or as regular to deal with and to figure out what to do about it. It's not that you haven't tried, I'm betting. So it's not that you haven't tried to do something about it or wondered how to make things less stressful. It's that it doesn't seem to help. And more often than not, the stress just shifts. So it becomes something a little bit different and maybe it grows. Again, it's not for lack of effort. Like you are there trying to make your day less stressful and work around or remove those stressors, but it just feels stressful still. And while you feel like you are constantly trying to manage this stress, this could be what's making it worse. I know this makes no sense, right? This is the SLP stress management podcast, right? I teach the SLP stress management course and We're saying that managing that stress might be what's making it worse. But hear me out on this. You might find yourself trying to manage your stress by doing things that are actually going to make it a lot worse. These are strategies and things that sound like they would be helpful, that seem like they might even simplify things, and are often the go-to strategies for many of us. But instead of making things easier and lessening the stress, they do the complete opposite. They add more time into your day, tighten an already tight schedule, drive perfectionism, and leave you feeling more stressed and drained from pushing so hard to do it all, all the time. And as far as that original stress, it doesn't do anything about it, except ignore it. And this only allows it to grow and build up, leading to an even bigger source of stress. And this is why it also feels so challenging to do anything about the stress you face. Because no matter what you try, it just seems like it's getting worse and that things seem harder. So when this happens, it's usually a sign that you are accidentally avoiding your stress rather than managing it. So avoiding your stress can look like doing things that try to prevent it from happening in the first place or micromanaging it which doesn't work because stressors are everywhere and they're going to show up, even in ideal situations and settings. And it could look like trying to control every part of your day, that micromanagement, so that stress does not have a chance to happen. Or you might even notice that you're trying to push it aside and push through your work. And all of these create more stress around the stressors themselves and increase rather than decrease the stress that you are feeling. So you might be thinking, yeah, that's me. That's that's what's happening. That's what I'm doing. But if you're still not sure, or if you just want a little bit more about each of these, here are some signs that you might be avoiding your stress. So four big things that might be happening. The first one is pushing through. So if you feel like you're constantly trying to keep going like through the stress in order to get to the other side of it, to do just a little bit more, to get a little bit more done, and then you'll be able to relax, unwind, and decompress from the stress like you're most likely pushing through. This can look like doing just one more, just one more planning session, one more report, finishing one more blog post or social media post. Answering one more email, even when you feel drained, depleted, and mentally exhausted. The way this contributes to stress is that it keeps you feeling even more stressed. It never really allows you to not be stressed. If you keep going until you finish all the work and then take a moment to manage stress, you'll never get there work is continual. There will always be more. And that is not to scare you. It's just the nature of the work, right? There'll always be a new season. Even if you work in the school year, right? The school year will begin again. You will have new clients show up. You will have new patients. You will have new students. One month's Medicaid billing will end and the next month's will begin. And this is where the stress starts to grow. But we can also find freedom in that, knowing that it's okay to not catch up on that pile of paperwork because the pile will always be there. It doesn't mean it's something that has to go away. And pushing through never gives you a break to help you shift out of stress mode. And this ends up depleting you even more. So if you feel like pushing through is something that you've been doing, try this instead take a short break or step away for a moment. I know, I know it seems impossible when you have so much to do and you're like, no, I can't. I need to keep going. But you need these breaks even more. And if you take them, you will be able to get through that work more efficiently You'll feel that you've done a better job. You'll feel more connected to it. So it won't feel as exhausting, as draining, and as depleted. Or you might just take that break and have a moment of clarity that says, you know what, I don't need to finish this right now. I can do this at another time. But more importantly, it allows your body to let go of tension. It recharges your energy levels. And it gives your brain some space to recharge, to regroup for a moment. And that's where you can start to focus better, to think clearer, and to get the work done without that added drain and stress. Yes, I know that sometimes you must have something done today, that it has a deadline. Then take a shorter break to refresh, right? Maybe maybe finish that and then take your break. But when you can, when you are feeling that strain, that stress, it, it's a signal that it's time to take a break. It's a signal that you need to step away in order to come back And do the work with less stress. All right, the next sign is that you, oh, this is such a big one, you are organizing or planning or prepping just a little more. Oh, this is a tough one. This is one that I sometimes hesitate to bring up because I feel that there is a lot of pushback with this one. There is a lot, Um, even when working with people, when, when working with clients, this is one that sometimes as we're coaching and we're talking about it, this is the big thing and this is the big thing that we will not let go of. This is a tough one to learn and to wrap our prep, plan, organize, loving SLP brains around because this is most likely what you were shown to do in grad school, in your clinicals, even in observation hours back in, you know, in undergrad or the beginning of grad school. You watched and learned from your supervisors, from your professors, from your clinical mentors to prep, plan, and organize more. It is what we like preach to each other, what we create programs around because we are so stressed in doing this and there are some really great ones. So I'm not knocking those and those can be really helpful, but sometimes we are just trying to do a little bit more. And the reason is that, you know, that is what we were taught to do. That is what we see each other doing. But let's think about it those supervisors, those clinical mentors, those professors, they were most likely super stressed out SLPs too. Right? The other thing with this is that it really seems to make a lot of sense. Yeah, if I don't want to be stressed, I'll just organize better. Then I won't be so stressed. I'll prep a little bit more. Then I'll be ready. I won't be so stressed. I'll just plan my sessions better. I'll plan my schedule better. But this drives perfectionism, right? This is the idea that you are not enough and you can always be better. And yes, we can always grow. We can always learn. We can do better, right? But we are enough already as we are. You're an SLP. You finished your grad school. You are in your clinical fellow or you are a CCC. So you've done the work to get here. You are enough to be here. You don't have to be better. We can just continue to grow. But really, that's not even part of this, right? That's a whole other tangent. But this seems to make sense, but it does drive that perfectionism because it says if you do a little more, if you could get it a little bit more perfect, then you'll be more prepared and you can totally get ahead of the stress. And that really does seem to make sense, right? If I just do it better... If I just do it a little more, if I just perfect this, then the stress will be behind me, and I will be running far, far ahead of it. But one, you'll constantly be running. And two, that's not how stress works. There is no getting ahead of it. It will be there no matter what, but maybe in a different form. So, this is not... Well, this is really about looking far ahead and not being in the present, which can lead to that anxiety and stress that what could happen if that future tripping, right? Because we're just trying to get ahead of everything. Because if I don't, this is going to happen. But this also backfires for a big reason. Even if you plan and you prep and you organize perfectly and you are ahead of that stress somehow, when a stressor does show up you have no idea what to do because you may get to a point where you can't organize, plan, or prep any further and yet there's still a stressor there for you to figure out what to do with. This does not teach you anything about managing and reducing the stress, preventing burnout. It doesn't teach you anything about that. It just helps you avoid it. Eventually There will be something that you cannot avoid and then you won't have the tools to use when you have to face it so instead try this yes you have to plan prep and organize a little tiny bit right you have to know who's coming in that day you have to know a little bit about what activities you could pull out to use with them and it does help to know where those activities are right or to know like what paperwork you need to finish that day but it's the, the having everything precisely done. So yes, try this instead. If things look like they could be stressful or unmanageable or there is a stressor that shows up and you have no idea what to do about it, just take a pause and check in with yourself. And then take a few deep breaths and begin to focus on the breath itself. That inhale and that exhale, that calming breath sends a signal through your body that, okay, I'm letting the stress go. I can find calm again, or not even calm, but I can find balance within myself again. And if you feel like your brain is still trying to reach towards that, like, but what could happen if I don't know what to do about this stress, or What happens if I don't organize or plan or prep? Bring yourself back to the present by doing a sensory check-in. Notice five things that you could hear or see or smell or feel. And then four. And then three. And then two. And then one. Working your way through the senses. And this can help you drop back into the present and into your body again. And out of the future. And out of that headspace, And back into what's going on now. All right, the next sign is that you are trying to control it all. And this this is a lot like the planning, prepping, and doing more because that does have a lot of control element to it. And again, it does not give you tools to manage the stress you face. With controlling, you're doing everything you can to completely avoid it or prevent the stress from happening in the first place. You're planning everything down to the minute, trying to get all of the information and making sure that everyone else is doing it too. But the other piece about this is that it can look like micromanaging. You could be controlling the stress management itself. So you might be micromanaging your stress, controlling how you work on it, planning out every moment that you will do an activity to help with it, allowing when that stress is going to show up, which like when you say that, you're like, well, that doesn't make any sense, but it's what we're doing, right? Or constantly... Thinking about the stress around you and how you will manage it. This just sounds stressful, right? It definitely creates more stress because it adds to the work so much and it is also very unrealistic. Things will show up or take longer or you might need a break. And, if not in the schedule, it will throw everything off and add to more stress. Like when you don't check everything off your mile-long to-do list. But that micromanaging piece of it as well also makes it so that if you are not able to control the stress management and you have something that shows up that you weren't expecting, you still don't know what to do with it. You're not really using those management tools. You're just trying to control what's going on around you. So instead of controlling, try this. Give more space and freedom in your day and your schedule. Maybe pick one to three things you can do that day and not a full list of it all. And if a stressor occurs, it's all right. Bring awareness to it. Check in with yourself. So say like, how am I doing right now? What am I feeling with this? What's going on? Use a tool when you can, rather than saying, I have to do this right now and create more ways to infuse your day with stress management rather than controlling and scheduling and having everything down to the minute. Maybe like the starter end of your work day or just your regular day, a morning or an evening routine rather than that constant push and controlling of your day. And the final way that you may be avoiding your stress is to like totally avoid it ignoring and moving on anyway. So, well, like this this is used a lot. It never really works in any situation, stress-related or not, right? Ignoring something does not make it go away. Ignoring and moving forward does not necessarily help you move forward. If you ignore the stress and continue to move on like it's not happening, that sounds so good, right? It sounds powerful, empowering, reaffirming, It won't get you down. Uh, But it's not true to reality or what's happening. So this can set you up for like some toxic positivity even, right? If you're like, everything is wonderful, just choose happy, like that type of thing. But eventually it makes you feel like you're wrong for feeling the stress because you're like, no, I'm not going to pay any attention to this and I'm going to move on. But that stress is still there. It isn't moving on. And if you pretend and ignore that it's there, that you start to feel like maybe something's not right. Maybe, you know, you feel guilt about the stress that you feel because you're trying to move on and you just can't. But it's because you're covering it up or you're ignoring it. But the big thing is that it also allows the stress to keep growing and building. Like a weed in your yard that you try to cover or just not look at, it will keep getting bigger until it seems impossible to do anything about. So instead of ignoring, try this. If you're faced with stress, that's okay. There will always be stressors and they do not have to stick with you. So notice how you're feeling at that moment. And then maybe try this, maybe try a brain dump, which is where you just journal for five minutes. Write about what's happening. Write about the stress that's occurring. It gets it out of your head and gives it a new place to be. And then it gives you a chance to explore it later if you need to. So it is like fully opposite of ignoring it, but it allows you to not dwell on it, which is usually what we're trying to do when we are ignoring it. So it is really easy to slide into the mode of avoiding stress in order not to feel it or to face it. But this is usually what makes it so much worse. So instead, try to manage it, not micromanage it, but manage it, not avoid it. When you manage without micromanaging, you're no longer avoiding and controlling it but learning to live with it and to move through it. This is where we grow. This is where we expand. This is where we continue to find more relief within the stress itself. Because stress is just a response in your brain and body. It's the stressors, those triggers that you face, that are what you're reacting to. And you can't always change what shows up or control it, but you can rewire the way that you focus on it and the way that you look at your stress and the way that you manage the stress you face. So give the tools above a try that we mentioned when you are avoiding your stress or when you notice it coming up. And if you need even more tools or want to dive deeper into learning about stress and how to manage it without adding to your stress, join me for the SLP Stress Management course now open for enrollment through April 14th, 2022. You can find out all the details below at the SLP Stress Management course link. But I'd really love to know, which one of these do you relate to the most? Leave a comment find me on Instagram, or send a message to jessie at jesseandrix.com. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Love and light to you. It's that time again. The SLP Stress Management course is opening for enrollment on April 3rd. Join me for this brand new way to experience the SLP Stress Management online course, this time, we're taking this six-week course fully live. And I am so excited to be there in the moment with you as you learn, as I teach, we coach, and we come together as an SLP Stress Management community. Get more information and sign up for this one-time opportunity. You can grab more information on how to enroll in this course and when it opens in the link below by subscribing to the wait list. And I cannot wait to have you in this course.